0: You're listening to the People Over Profit Podcast. Hi, I'm Justine Beauregard. Since 2008, I've helped scale multiple businesses to seven, eight, and nine figures by focusing on quality connections, not vanity metrics. For decades, we've been taught to believe that business is just a numbers game, but really it's a relationships game. Gone are the days of prioritizing money over our missions and the people that our businesses are built to support. I created this podcast because I want you to make a difference in the world without feeling like you have to sacrifice your income or your integrity. Ready to do it. If you're building a business that puts people first, you belong here. Now, let's spend some quality time together.
1: For a lot of my clients, hiring is a huge sticking point. It's one of those things that just hangs things up and causes problems and stress and drama and can actually cost your business a lot of money when you don't do it correctly. So I understand the need to hire. I understand the struggles that come with hiring. So I thought that on today's episode, I could talk about my unique process for hiring and onboarding my VAs in under a week. Because... I have two incredible VAs right now, and it was so easy to hire them. It was so easy to create ROI from both of them and to understand and articulate what I needed from them and give them the tools that they needed to get up to speed with my business, understand the objectives of the role, and dive right in and do an incredible job from day one. So the first thing is hiring filters, and this is probably the most important thing. You have to have standards in your business and know what you're looking for before you hire. This is really critical. So when I got on interviews with these VAs, the first few things I said to them were all about my standards in my business and what I was looking for in the ideal candidate. I was very clear about it from the minute that we met. So first thing that I said was, I'm really glad you showed up on time today because that's important to me. The people that I work with, I want them to show up on time. I want them to pay attention to the clock. I want them to respect their time, my time, and everyone else's time. Second thing that I did was talk about proactivity. So ask, advocate, act. Those are kind of the three words that come to mind. First of all is ask for what you need. I'm not gonna know what you don't know so you need to bring that to me and you need to ask me when you need something. Number two is advocate for what you want. If you're not having fun with something or if you don't like something or if you want to kind of change gears or learn something new, bring it to me. Don't be afraid to advocate for what you want because I want you working in your strengths And I don't want you doing things just because, because there's somebody out there who knows how to do those things and I can fill that gap, no problem. I want to make sure that you're having fun and you're enjoying the experience and that you're getting what you want to make you excited to show up to work every day and do what I'm asking you to do. And the last is act. When I give you something, I want you to act on it. I don't want you to wait on it. I don't want you to overthink it. I just want you to do it. If you have questions, again, that goes back to ask for what you need and advocate for what you want. And if it's not something you want to do, that's okay. Or if it's not something you know how to do yet, that's okay. But you need to bring those things to the table quickly because I'm expecting that when I give you something, you're going to do it. And I think that there's a big difference between creating an environment where people trust you and respect you versus when they feel like you're demanding and controlling or, you know, those kind of negative connotations. Like with my assistance, I'm very clear on what I need and I'm very upfront because I don't want to waste their time or my time. And I want to make sure that it is truly a fit from day one. Another thing that I brought up for me and my brand is attention to detail is one of the core standards of the brand. We can't have misspelling and things that are kind of floating off of a page or outside of margins. There can't be things that are not representative of what my brand stands for because that attention to detail is something that I take pride in and that I'm known for. And lastly, but definitely not least, is my core value of caring about people. So we need to put value before everything else. It's not about my business generating a profit. It's about getting out there and helping people and making running the business easy for people. My mission is to remove all roadblocks from small business owners' success. I want you to get paid well for your expertise. I want you to enjoy the process of running your business. I want you to enjoy the process of selling what you sell connecting to people, explaining what you do to them. And I want to make sure that that comes across clearly from me and from anyone who represents my brand. Next, beyond the hiring filters, is clarity on the work. This isn't necessarily about a job description or job requirements. This is really more about the process. And I've gotten very good about processes over the years because I've had to. And so the first thing is, what are the skills that I really need and I'm looking for in a candidate? Because if there is certain software or there's a certain tool that I want my assistant to use and someone doesn't know how to use it. I'm not going to be able to take the time to onboard them and do all those things and teach them how to use the software or want to spend hours because that's how long it takes me to learn something new teaching them or getting them resources or just having them kind of learn on their own how to do those things. I wanna bring in somebody who already kind of has those fundamental skills, especially because I don't use complex software. A lot of the things that I'm asking my assistants to help me with are things that are on major social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram, or really well-known, simple-to-use tools like Canva or even Google Docs. So for me, it's really important that they have some basic marketing skills. They can always be better. They can always have an opportunity to learn or deepen into those skills or have a skill in a complementary tool that they bring to the table. And I say, you know what? It's fine if you use that. Like if they wanted to use Photoshop, I know Photoshop. I have Photoshop. That's fine. I prefer Canva because we can collaborate in real time and share links and there's just less downtime between them giving me something, me giving feedback, all of that kind of stuff. With that, I also share detailed process documents with my assistants. So, if I notice that I'm doing something more than a couple of times I will record myself doing it and I will voice over how I'm doing it so I'll create a video and then I will write out the directions or sometimes if it's a newer process that I want to give to a VA I'll have them write out the step-by-step directions but I do it in a collaborative way so all of my process documents live on Google Drive so I can add them as a collaborator they can tag me if they have questions we can go back and forth on things if they have changes or suggestions to that process they can put them in as suggestions and they can tag me in a comment so everything becomes really easy to collaborate and get clear on exactly what needs to be done when and how And the process documents are just one example of the templates that I use. I have weekly action templates for them and just a bunch of different documents that I give them to make sure that we're always keeping on track with each other. We're always in communication with each other. And communication is another one of those core values that's really important to me and that I value and that I call attention to often. Like if you have questions, just bring it to me. No problem. I will never be upset if you ask me more questions than you think you need to or if you bring something up that you may have missed in a document that's already there, I'll just point you to that document. Like there's no stress in asking lots of questions. I prefer it to you just doing something and then going back later and being like, oh no, I did this whole thing wrong. I just wasted three hours because most of those mistakes are easily avoidable through communication. And the last thing that I did to get them onboarded quickly is to think about the things that were taking me the most amount of time or the things that I didn't love That is already creating results. I wanted these. VAs to take over what was already working for me. I wanted them to come in and do things specifically that I knew were going to help me generate income in my business, that were going to help me achieve my goals of visibility in my business. I did not want a VA to come in and help me execute on my wish list. I did not want them to come in and create more work for me. I did not want them to come in and do things that I was already doing efficiently because that does doesn't make sense. I wanted them to come in and help me take over things that I knew would have a clear return on that investment. I wanted them to come in and do things that did not light me up so I could spend more time doing the things that do light me up because when I do that... I show up more magnetic. I show up more excited. I show up and have more fun in my business. And that translates to all areas of the business. That translates to these VAs working for me and having a great experience, working for someone who's happy and fulfilled, and my clients and customers who are working with someone who is really leveraging and leaning into her zone of genius all the time, right? That's what I want to be doing. What I notice a lot of people do when they hire is they have a VA come in and take over things like social media when they are not even monetizing social media and it's just because they don't like it. Instead of finding a way to make social media work in the short term or finding a way to monetize social media by working with a strategist or somebody to help you so that you can hire someone and actually generate an output from that that is going to create an ROI on that investment. So think about the things that you're currently doing right now, all of those things, and then think about the things that are taking you the most amount of time that already work, that create results for you. And think about what that amount of money is that you're generating from those activities and create a budget for your VA out of that exercise. And if you can't think of anything, you might not be ready for a virtual assistant, And that's okay because now you can have an idea of the things that you want them to take over and the results that you need to create to justify the cost of hiring someone. And that can become your new goal. And then as you do those things, you can start taking some of this advice on board and recording yourself doing some of those things and creating process documents and Figuring out what you value and what your brand standards are. So, when you finally bring someone onto your team, it's clear what they're doing, they're easily able to get up to speed, and they're excited about the process because they're being given direction on exactly what to do and how, so that there's no question. They just get to bring their unique flair and expertise to those aspects of what you're doing. And know that you're going to be happy that you've hired them because they're taking over something that is already going to generate that income for you and already going to have that momentum behind it. And every person who is hired for a job wants to know that their job is meaningful and has a clear outcome so that their job isn't at risk of go create these results for me that I've never created myself. That feels really hard. For someone to come in and have that responsibility on their shoulders as they're learning something new for a business that is not their own. So I hope that this episode helps you today in thinking about hiring and thinking about as a virtual resource, if you are one, what you want to show up and present to an employer to get hired, what types of questions you might be asking around some of these things I shared. Like when you interview with someone and say, hey, what are you looking for in terms of an ideal candidate? And do you have written processes or something that I can follow along with to make it easier for me to get up to speed? Or what are the non-negotiables for you as a brand? Is it being on time? Is it having attention to detail and not making mistakes on things like contracts or proposals? Things like that. So whether you are a virtual assistant trying to get hired and want to make the process smoother and increase your likelihood of actually being hired because you ask incredible questions, or if you've noticed that some things are taking you time that you don't love that already create results for you, how to start thinking about bringing on the right people to fill those roles and having hiring filters and more clarity on what you need and how to do it and justifying the expense of hiring someone or bringing someone onto your team as a 1099.
0: If you found this episode helpful, feel free to tag me with your thoughts and feedback at Justine Beauregard coach on Instagram or Facebook. And if you have ideas for future episodes, I'd love to hear them. Just send an email to Justine at Justine And if you haven't yet, don't forget to click that subscribe button and rate and review the show. Your feedback means a lot to me and allows us to keep learning and growing together. I'll see you next week.